Welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. We're jumping into the Halloween season with our third installment of a third movie, because we did Jaws 3D, Exorcist 3, and now Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I feel like you're yelling a little bit. I'm not. Oh, okay. It sounds like you are. Sorry. Maybe I was a little loud. I'll back up a little. <laughs> tone it tone it down. Tone please. it down. It's my excitement for Season of the Witch. And here we go. <laughs> same Halloween year. No, thing. it's not at all. Welcome back. This is Bourbon of Blood. I'm Danny. I'm And we're here to talk about Season of the Witch Halloween 3. Mm, this guy say, where to witch? There's no witch. There's no witch. Okay, so he's a warlock. Uh, that's a stretch. Uh, it's a little bit of it. Why isn't it called Season of the Warlock? Then? Season of the Warlock. Must so, be the season of the warlock. Let me tell you right off the bat, good. I could tell you were not into this movie as much as I was into this movie. No, you're right. You're right about that. That is a correct assessment. Yeah. So I saw this movie after, of course, seeing one and two, and I was just laying on the couch, and I wasn't expecting how batshit crazy it was. Honestly, it seemed like pretty boring to me. It was a very, sl- I guess, like a lot of Halloween movies are kind of slow. Yeah. But I guess if you don't have Michael Myers in it, it needs to not be slow. Like, it was just a little slow. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. I have a lot of questions. Like, what? Stop waving the, because you're, like, cutting in and out. Oh, sorry. Maybe I should put it back in the stand. <laughs> sorry, guys. I get a little animated when I drink and talk or just talk. I'm going to turn us up since Okay, how's that? Stands. Yeah, you can set it down, though. I mean, I'll hold it like this. Okay. Uh, I like the futuristic intro we're getting right off the bat. Like, the music. I love the music to this movie. I'm going to be honest. I wish you would lie the entire podcast. Will you <laughs> lie? You didn't like the 80s synth, like, style music? I mean, of course I did. It's fine. It's fine. It's not the music I had an issue with, with this movie. The what music. The music is the least of my worries. Um, my problem is mostly with Dr. Casanova, who (laughs) wants to fuck everything with a vagina he sees. I don't understand. You're talking Uh, about Tom Atkins? Yeah, but what's his name in this? Dr. something? Just Dr. Strangelove? I don't know. It starts with a C. Chassis or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Something ridiculous like that. Um, but anyway, the guy, like... Seriously, like, sexually harasses every single woman that he has a scene with. It's It's kind of gross and disgusting, and I do not like it at all. I started out with the scene with his ex-wife. I didn't realize she was his ex-wife. I thought it was his current wife, and I was like, damn, that lady's kind of a fucking, like, bitch. Like, she did not seem like a good time. But... After realizing they were divorced and then seeing his behavior with every single woman in this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, no wonder you're pissed off at him. Like, he's an, al- he's an alcoholic piece of shit ex-husband who, like, doesn't come and visit his kids and has probably had 8,000 affairs. So you got a right to be pissed, Linda. He called off hanging out with those kids 
like so much in this movie. every other scene in this movie was him calling Linda and being like, sorry, Linda, I have a doctor's conference. Wink, wink, except I'm going to bang this girl whose dad just died and I don't know her, but we're going to go get a hotel together. You're talking about Ellie, who he mm-hmm. meets and instantly you could tell he was down to bone. Yeah. So is she, though. Which, I mean, your dad just died. I guess going back to high fidelity, you want to feel something other than sadness, sure. But, like, you don't know the guy at all. Like, yeah. you you don't know him at all. At all. So we start out this movie with some crazy guy running through a used car lot or something. Yeah, it's like a junkyard or something like that. He's being chased by some suits, and all of them reminded me of, like, Donald Trump's kids. God, it's the worst. It's my – I said, I'm like, this is, like, my nightmare. Just a bunch of, like, fucking white dudes in suits with no expression, like, just steadily walking towards me. Ugh. Our first death, Ugh. and if you haven't seen the movie, sorry to spoil this for you, is one of the robots being crushed by a car – and it's so just like slowly and like not exciting. He even has like five seconds to look up and just stare at this car coming at him because it's going so slow and he still gets crushed by well, it. Well, also the guy he was chasing, the Ellie's dad. Yeah. He's like the worst hide and seek player <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Like, Aww. dude, you. <sighs> okay. Just in all horror movies, I have a little tip for everybody getting chased. Just run off the road where the yeah. car can't chase you. Don't hey, stand in the lights. Don't stand on a fucking like raised platform that's illuminated by a light when a car is chasing you and looking for you. You're surrounded by like piles of junk and metal and shit. Like go hide amongst one of the piles. Go under a car. Go I in a car. Just don't understand this is why i would not be a good horror like movie writer because i would just be like nobody would do that i think you would though think about it if you could make a horror movie that's still scary but doesn't have any of the tropes but follows fucking logic yeah and like sensible people shit you know what movie does that is uh god uh what's the one where it was a netflix movie where she couldn't hear Oh, like I know that's a whole different scenario, but like yeah. every Hush. yeah, Hush. every logic was there. Yeah, but that was good, and they Ooh. followed the right rules. Yeah, that on was everything. fucking good. That so we get introduced good. to the commercial, the fucking amazing commercial. Oh my god! That you hear at least thirty times, and that Danny sings year round. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not joking when I say that. I he do sing it quite a bit all the fucking time. And you get three masks, only three masks. That's all they're making. I don't feel like any kid would want to wear. I really listen. Okay, this is supposedly like the like the mask company, right? Yeah. In America, at least, they're like hand pouring, hand trimming, hand painting these masks. How like, much do you think they cost? Well, here's the thing: they don't cost a lot. Like. They're everywhere. So, like, they're affordable and cheap. That's, like, I I just, I don't understand the cost analysis because everything is handmade. I think they're expensive because, like, the the dad brought home masks for his kid and they're like, we don't want these. Mom already got us masks. Yeah, but those are, like, because they're, like, the hip new masks. 
for Halloween. Know. They're like the masks everybody's getting. I just anytime you see like a latex mask like that, it costs money. Mm. But I don't know. I don't still. know. I never liked wearing masks. I don't like masks. I n- I don't like things on my face. What's the coolest costume you had as a kid? My Elvis costume. Oh yeah, which when was- I was in fifth grade, I my mom found a like I was obsessed with Elvis when I was in fifth grade. Like all ten year old girls are, right? Obsessed Obviously. with Elvis in the fucking nineties. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I was legit obsessed. I had like Elvis trading cards. I like really? I like checked his CDs out from the library. I had I was like full out obsessed with Elvis. And I was like, I'm gonna be Elvis for Halloween. And so my mom found a jumpsuit at my church rummage sale that was exactly my size from like the nineteen fucking seventies. And it was like embroidered with black flowers, but she just took gold puff paint and like went over Aww. the flowers. And I got a wig and I had like a little fake guitar. It was precious. I s- it's still around. We have the jumpsuit. It's in the garage. We've got it. Abby wore one year. Yeah. Uh Tommy is actually probably ready to wear it this or next year. Oh, God. Can I get him to wear it? He's oh. not going to because this year, anyone who lives in Michigan, oh, our little dude wants to be Milky the Clown. Milky Look that up. Milky the Clown from Twin Pines Dairy. Uh, he's terrifying. It's like a 1950s <laughs> mascot for milk. And he had like a show with Bozo the Clown. It's scarier than Pennywise. So scary. And Tommy's like, yeah, I want to be Milky the Clown for Halloween. So cool. We went and tried on a clown costume that was just black and white. And he was so happy that he found something that looks like Milky the Clown. And here's the thing. I have to I have to nurture that weirdness because I'd rather him do that than just be like, oh, yeah, I want to go out and be Spider-Man. Like he's Abby's always put a lot of thought into her costumes and they've always been kind of like weird and kind of goofy. And Tommy, a lot of years has just been like, Oh, I want to be a superhero, which fine. Great. Like do what you want to do. This is the first year he's ever stepped outside of the box with the most terrifying (laughs) costume ever. But, well, this is also the second idea he had. He also wants to be Daft Punk, like one of the dudes. Next year. Which is awesome. He said next year he wants to be one of the guys from Daft Punk. The year after that, he wants to be David Rose from Shit's Creek. <laughs> yes. He is planning out <laughs> he Halloween. Is. He is. So we have these three masks. And on the commercial, I know it's a little thing, but it said they all glow in the dark. None of these masks glue in the dark. You don't see any glue. Glue. <laughs> I've been drinking. Yeah, you don't see any of them glowing in the dark. And there's many times they're in the dark. Yeah. So, disappointment. False advertising. I'm going to sue the shit. All right, let's get back to Dr. Love or whatever the fuck his this name is. This guy. This fucking guy. Well, do first think, off. Do you think Tom Atkins is cute? I mean, like, in a dad way. I don't see it, and I feel like in a in the, dad way in the eighties he was hot shit. No, but. I mean I honestly like this is the only thing I've ever seen him in. You said I know him, but I don't know if I do. Maybe I saw him on like an old school Law and Order when I was nine, but um, I uh, he's the worst. He's the <laughs> worst. Like he's so awful. He's a shitty dad. He's a shitty ex husband. He is a shitty boss. He is a shitty man. He is just kind of a shitty person. Like one you might know him from, The Fog. 
Did you ever see The Fog? Oh, the OG with Jamie Lee Curtis? He's the guy. The main guy. The JLC. I did see The Fog. Which, in that movie, he just picks up Jamie Lee Curtis and she's down to bone. Apparently, in the 80s, Tom Atkins was the guy to bone. He w- you know why? He's like the poor man's Tom Selleck. He is. Maybe that's what it is. He's like, eh, hey, you can't, yeah. hey. you can't get Magnum, but <laughs> you got me. Like, you can't get Magnum. I got a mustache, and I can wear a Hawaiian shirt. So he's clearly the only doctor that works in this hospital because he gets called in for one patient. Who? Mm-hmm. What? Why? Well, for, first. Okay, he goes to like pick up his kids for the weekend or whatever, right? Right. right. Walks in, walks into Linda's house, and Linda is just off the bat like, "Fuck you." <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, kid." Well, before he like sees his kids, he like pulls out his flask, takes a swig, right, and then immediately sees his kids, and then gets a page to be like, "Oh, come into the hospital." And then he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." And she's like, "Oh, great!" Like drinking and then going to work, fantastic great like he's a great role model he fucking sucks then he slaps the ass of like the sweet little nurse who works there then he fucking like is trying to get it on with the medical examiner then he fucks the daughter of a dude who just died and after he fucks her he's like how old are you after after he fucks her how old are you and then she goes her answer i'm older than i look Hey, guess what? That is not an answer. answer. That is not a good answer. Like, oh, oh my God. I didn't see you driving anywhere. It was just skeevy. Skeevy. I'm sorry our cats are making so much noise. They're fine. They're having fun. They're they're having fun. Let them go. I'll sleep tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the uh, lackeys comes in to kill the dad. The suit dudes. So he puts on gloves. The Trump babies. He puts on gloves, and he sticks his fingers. Well, he, like, covers his mouth, right? Like That's to keep noise down. Yeah, he kind of, like, covers his mouth and nose a little bit and then jams his fingers into the eyes, but then, like, goes up into his brain a little bit. like And, like, pulls his skull pulls, or something. Pulls something, yeah. Why did he wear gloves? He's a robot. He doesn't have fingerprints. Maybe I know that's he a doesn't, silly thing. Maybe he doesn't want to get his robot oh, fingers true. messy. <laughs> these these fingers cost a lot. I mean, he's the one guy sneezed later on. Like they're they're human like, and I would imagine that you know some of them are like, ooh, yucky fingers. I don't want germs on me. <laughs> All right, talking. What else? Oh, then he goes and burns himself. He takes a little gasoline bath. Oh, that's right. Immediately goes out and kills himself in the car. This was the most Michael Myers thing of the movie is he walked very slowly and Tom Hanks was like chasing him. Never never caught him. It was Mike Myers all the way, except for he's a robot, a robot from Ireland. I don't even know. Well, I mean, like the robots, I think, are from here because, yeah, they stole the because they just stole the stone from Stonehenge, yeah. right? They stole it a was... stone from Stonehenge. Yeah, they took a they took a stone from Stonehenge, which but they just did it because there was like a news report being like, "Oh my god, the yeah. stone is gone." It just happened. So they just did it. Wait, this this makes me have more questions. It's the long game. So apparently our main evil bad dude has been working this company 
for years, making a name for himself. Then he steals the Stonehenge and or giant stone so he could do this giant plot. Like 10 years of making gag gifts. That is horrific. <laughs> that is horrific. Yeah, the long game. Speaking well, of- are you going to talk about the dead dwarf gang? Yeah. <laughs> so when they're doing the tour of the place, he says... Oh, he's famous for making so-and-so and so-and-so and and the dead dwarf gag. What the fuck is a dead dwarf gag? I don't know. I don't want to know. That's real messed up. I don't don't know. What was the other one? The sticky toilet paper was one of the other gags. Yeah, that'd be annoying to me. Yeah, that one I could understand. What the fuck are these cats doing? I don't know. There's just, like, piles of cat hair flying through the air right now. I know. Two little kittens <laughs> in a little basket. So the doctor has to wait around because there was a murder, obviously, so he has to answer questions. A muff duck. There's a cop that's holding the mask, and if you watch this scene, he, like, walks by the door and like looks at it. Like, times. Uh, and then he walks away, and then he walks in the room, and he, like, walks up to Tom Atkins. He's like, nope, nope, I'm going to go sit over here. Oh, it's so like this funny. actor did not know what to do. <laughs> He was like an actual policeman who needed to talk to somebody <laughs> like and, and just like was like, uh, mm, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to walk right in the middle of this take. And why? Why is this mask important? They don't know anything at what it's like. Also, if it's important, put it in a fucking evidence bag and not carry it around with your hands, carry it around with your hands. My God. What if you just be like, do you want this- the crime scene? Do you want this mask? I mean, I don't know what to do with this mask. They're expensive. Give it to your kids. I found this on the floor. <laughs> There's nothing. I, I, uh, just the doctor deciding to be like, all right, I'm not going to take my kids trick or treating. I'm going to go on this wild goose case, goose chase with, with this Ellie. Ellie young girl that I don't know anything with about. L.A. Ellie. L.A. Ellie. Ooh, that's good. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, she should have went by that. I know. Uh, I hate that Ellie calls her dad Papa. It's mm, just yeah, you don't like that. I don't <sighs> mind. I don't mind Papa because that's very European. What I don't like, Daddy. Daddy. Mm, when a grown woman calls her dad Daddy. Daddy. Or mommy. Or mama. Like, please stop. You're four. You're forty years old. Don't call your dad Daddy. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. I don't care if any of you out there are listening. And call your dad daddy. You're disgusting. Stop it right now. You're a grown adult. It's gross. You're he called our doctor calls Linda his wife. Ex at, his ex wife. At this point, and at at this time, I feel like he has a good excuse. The cops are there with him, and he just witnessed a murder. But she's still just yeah. Being, but you know what though? He's probably how done many, this a lot. How many times has Linda heard that <laughs> excuse before? And she's like, yeah, I've heard it before, fucking motherfucker. Get out of here. You just don't give a shit about your kids. It's funny because my notes were like, wow, Linda's being a bitch. And then the next note, because right after that, he decides to go help Ellie. And he's like, I'm going to a conference. I'll be late or I'll take him trick or treating. Now he's a dick. So. Here's the thing. I, I get. <sighs> he's a terrible father. I. I <sighs> Yeah, he never mind. I just he sucks. You could have communicated to your ex like what was going on, maybe at some point, like just to have been like, hey. There's some weird shit going on with those masks. We don't know what it is. 
maybe there's some kind of weird chemical. Don't let the kids put them on. Like, just say something like that. Yeah. Now your kids are dead. <laughs> yeah. Spo- we'll sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. All the kids die. Let's get into Santa Maria, the city of Silver Shamrock. The city that has a six o'clock curfew. Seriously. They show up at a hotel. Our doctor is smooth as fuck saying, why don't we stay the night? Let's pretend we're husband and wife. And get a hotel. It'll help us get intel. We uh we don't want we don't want the townspeople like nosing around us. We should probably get a hotel room so they're not snooping around and talking about us. Their whole fucking relationship what is a disgusting. Di- like can you insert me like doing I'm, the jerking off? She's doing the jerking right emotion right now. <laughs> the jerking off emotion. <laughs> Emoji. The jerking Emoji. off emotion. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Jerking off. Jerking That's off my, my emotion. emotion is jerking off. <laughs> so they stop yeah. at a shitty hotel. With, uh, like, a sweet little Irish guy. I mean, everyone in the town is Irish. Yeah, because they're all part of the... Although you only meet one townsperson. Yeah. Well, the drunk, the hobo. Yeah, he didn't really sound that Irish. Oh, I think he was from that town, though, so yeah, that's probably he why. he was, because he was mad they wouldn't hire locals. All they hired were outside workers. Mm. They took her job. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Atkins walks out of the thing and almost gets hit by both the other characters we meet, which is one of the best characters. Oh, first it's that fucking family. Marge? Are you talking about Marge? Marge is second. Marge Butman or whatever fucking name. Gutman? Gutman. Gutman. But first it's that family Butman. with the shitty dad, the you shitty mom, what? and the that kid. Guy, you know who that dad was? Who? Augustus Gloop from Willy he Wonka was. when he grew up. That's who that fucking yeah. dad was. Fuck that guy. And then the second car was our star of the movie. March, 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 March. This movie should have just been about March. March the party barge. I want a spinoff of Marge (laughs) Gutman. And Marge, baby girl, you know how to dress full bed. Like, oh my God, give me a wardrobe makeover, baby. Like, bring me some of those flowing robes with the sequins and sparkles. Yeah, her robe was shiny Let as me fuck. sleep in luxury like Marge Gutman. <laughs> and then, like a good human being, Marge is there because she's concerned about the masks or not getting the right shipment and or whatever. And she is, like, giving the info yeah. to Ellie. She is like, girl, I just, you know what? Marge, I'm Ellie in this situation, and people are Marge. And, like, Marge would be attracted to me and just be like, let me let me tell you all of the bullshit about this business. <laughs> and she would go off for 20 minutes, and I'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But she's given some really good information. Thank you, Marge. Fucking Marge. This episode's <sighs> dedicated to Marge. You know what? I'm a Marge of the world. I'm a Marge. <laughs> I would like to think I'm a Marge, an unsung hero, just trying to do the right thing by people. Then your face gets blasted off by a laser. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to go to a factory hospital, apparently. Doesn't make any sense. So our doctor goes to get some liquor after curfew. How dare he? But okay, wait, here's the thing, though. It said I realized this. 
It said residents of what's the town? Santa something. Santa Mira. Santa Mira. So when the curfew thing came on, it was like residents of Santa Mira inside your homes. So only the residents have curfew. Obviously, oh, that's why the shop was still open. Yes, that's why the shop is open, and they don't mind the so they can spy on them and be like, "What are you scurrying around for? Who what are you, you doing? Who are you?" So he gets some liquor and he runs into our homeless fella who's mm. mad that he doesn't have any jobs. Yeah, I mean it might be because he's an alcoholic guy who lives in a fucking like shanty in the street. What did he say? That was one of my favorite things ever. Well, I don't know. Did you hold write on? It down? Saw that bottle looks pretty heavy. Oh, yeah, you did love that. Yeah, <laughs> Tom was walking down the street with a brown bag, and the guy was like, well, it looks pretty heavy. You want me to take some of that weight off you? <laughs> Let me, uh, By drinking it? Because I'm an alcoholic. That guy was just there to give us some exposition before he gets his head pulled off, even though it looked like he was about to give blowjobs to the robots. Yeah, that was like a real... Real, uh, real sexy. Scene. It was all like silhouettes, and he was down on his knees, and the There's robots were holding two his guys heads on either side. Like, let's do this. Uh, but the sex scene is when our doctor gets back. Oh my god. I- I was like, there's a sex scene in this movie because to oh, me, how could you forget that? That wasn't even a sex scene. It was just gross. It was just gross. You brought Tom. up the fact, and I agree. When did she think to pack black lingerie? After her I'm father sorry. died. Pack black what? Lingerie? What was it? I'm sorry. I thought you said it weird, but you didn't. <laughs> lingerie. Lingerie. Lingridi. Lingerie. Um, yeah, like. She's just DTF. He gets back to the room and she's like, she's blank it LA. off. She's from LA. That's what my mom would always say about. Really? Some Somebody that I know. I would always be like, that guy's weird. And she's like, he's from California. Like, that was just the excuse for weird people. (laughs) He's from California. That's What are you going to do about it? Well, remember, I grew up in the rural, rural part of Michigan. And whenever we saw weird people, they're like, oh, they're from Detroit or Ann Arbor. That was that was the thing. They're from Detroit or Ann Arbor. (laughs) They're from Detroit. They're from Detroit. Don't talk to them. And now I live in Detroit and everyone's mad. Do you remember any Halloween commercials that really impacted you as a kid? Um, I'm going to just tell you the one that sticks out in my mind. Go for it. The Halloween buckets from McDonald's. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's one of mine. And the chicken nuggets that came with costumes. And the little vampire one. Yes. Oh, I collected all those fucking the chicken nuggets. The vampire one is the one that I had. Like, I they remember so the little cool. vampire one. But the buckets. I totally remember the buckets. They glowed in the dark. Unlike these fucking masks. <laughs> they actually glowed in the dark. Um, I remember a lot of Count Chocula commercials because I've always been a fan of them. Yeah. Back when I was younger. I don't remember a lot of like other Halloween commercials besides like Fox Saturday morning cartoon commercials for like Halloween specials or uh, there was one for like a toilet bowl cleaner with like really? a scary a scary toilet. There was one with a scary toilet with teeth and it was like very spooky and scary, but it was for like a, a bathroom cleaner. Or oh, something. my God. That sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And did Vin- no, it wasn't Vincent Price. 
No. <laughs> was Vincent Price in a toilet commercial? Wait, it was somebody. Uh, we'll look it up afterwards, and we'll post it to our Facebook page if we find it is Vincent Price. No. Actually, we'll just post it no matter what. Yeah, we're going to post it. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. If Vincent Price is in this, I'm going to eat my face. <laughs> Don't eat your face. I won't because he wouldn't want me to. Well, he would want me to. Uh, so the rest of this, it, it takes quite a while for the movie to pick so back here, up. So here's what's going on, you guys. There's like a computer chip on the masks on the masks on like the brand tag and they either shoot lasers or when you watch a commercial and you're special wearing a commercial and you're wearing the mask it makes like giant crickets and snakes come out of the mask or your face or your face i'm not quite sure <laughs> they just emerge from somewhere but how would they emerge there's it's not like there's room in the mask for like writhing insects and snakes. I think the one way they could have made this movie better is if it was bees and it was a tie into like one saving the planet because the bees are going down and they're like, all right, we're going to make our own bees out of your faces. OK. Or tie it into Wicker Man. All right. I don't want to talk about Wicker Man. If it's Nicholas involves Cage, bees. I don't want to. I don't acknowledge. It doesn't exist. I don't acknowledge that Wicker Man. And guess what wasn't in Wicker Man? Bees. The only the Wicker one. Man that I <laughs> think about. Bees. You know what wasn't it? Christopher Lee. I wish he was in this movie. Can Do you, you imagine if Christopher Lee had been the bad guy? That would have been the bad, great. The bad guy who ran the fucking mask factory. So our bad guy gives the whole exposition and to walks around and. Why do you keep saying exposition? I don't think you are using that. You keep saying that word. I do not think you know what it means. Explanation. A comprehensive description and explanation of an idea or theory. Oh. Wow, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) I've always heard like people say that about bad guys who tell the whole theory of what's about to happen. Okay. But anyways, I thought he has a giant piece of Stonehenge, and I love the line where he's like, "Here's or when he's." Showing off the Stonehenge piece, he's like, it was so hard to get it here. You would not believe what we went through. And then he just cuts away. I thought that was genius of like, I'm not going to tell you how this happened, but it was hard. (laughs) Halloween 4, getting Stonehenge (laughs) to America. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween 2.5, how Stonehenge happened. Because it would be before Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. The un the only death that didn't seem necessary. I mean, none of the deaths seem necessary, but poor Terry, our lady that works in. She's the fucking medical examiner. And of course, Dr. Dick was like called her on the phone and was like, hey, Terry, can you do actually like some police work for me? Even though you're a medical examiner, I need you to find out everything you can about this guy who's a living person who you would have no reason to have any information about. Seriously? And fuck you, dude. And then she's like, you owe me a lot of dinners when you get back. Like, and he's like, yeah, great. And then he's like, okay, got to go back to the girl. I just fucked five minutes ago. Bye, Terry. And I'm pretty sure she was wearing the same shirt because I'm assuming they just filmed all her scenes at once. So if you think about it, she was in that room for three days while he was there working on this fucking project for him. And when she figures it all out that they're all robots, a robot comes and drills her head. Mm. 
Real cool. Never forget you, Terry. Terry. Yeah, that's pretty much all the notes I had for this movie. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of I love it because it's so weird, and I love the soundtrack. Can I tell you what? Can I tell you what Halloween is like? My favorite. Yeah. The one with little Michael Myers. What? Who's little Michael Myers? The little Michael Myers, the little blonde. It's like one of the zombies movies. Maybe. You like? I mean, I don't hate the Rob Zombies movies, but wow. Maybe that is. I just. You know what? Maybe like a psycho kid. Here's the thing. My dad always, always, always like pumped up Halloween for me when I was little. So like to me, Halloween was always like the scary movie. Like Halloween was like supposed to be the scary movie. I had friends like that, too. And then I watched Halloween and I was just like, okay. And I was like, I was young. I was like six or seven. I was young. And I still was like, this isn't this is not scary i like halloween not scary. i like mike myers but like jason freddie leatherface all of them are leaps and bounds above michael myers yeah michael myers isn't scary he's a guy who just hides in the closet and like guess what just don't live in his neighborhood and you'll be fine the movies are good the score is great but it's not like the scariest thing i've ever seen even as a kid that wasn't the scariest thing i ever saw like no you said. not at all I was never scared by Halloween, and I watched it at a young age where I should have been scared of it, and I wasn't. Like, never was I scared of Halloween, Michael Myers. I'm, I, it's not scary. It's not scary. Oh, I did have one more note to finish this off. Robo Ellie. You want to talk about Robot Ellie? Oh, my God. (laughs) Ellie. She turned into a robot. Yeah, so, like, they captured Ellie, and she's, like, laying on this table for, I mean, half an hour. We, I totally forgot about Ellie, actually. (laughs) Then there was, like, a scene, and they go to Ellie in the room, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Ellie, (laughs) I forgot about you. Um, But then he rescues her, and they're driving away from the factory. Uh Uh-oh, guys. He asks Ellie a question. Ellie is a robot. Now, I heard this posed as a question on another podcast which i didn't want to copy anything but i do have a question do you think ellie was turned into a robot or did they make a robot that looked like ellie what do you think makes the most sense they made a robot that looked like ellie and they just killed ellie ellie's dead ellie's dead they made a robot that looked like ellie i would say that's dismal but then look at the ending of this movie Everyone dies. Well, well all, the, all kids the kids die. die. But then the parents die, too, if they're apparently locked in a room and can't get I mean, if they can get away from the snakes and crickets and whatnot and spiders. I mean, crickets aren't going to kill you. I think it's just supposed to look gross. Unless it's like that out. cricket from Schitt's Creek where he's like, I Googled this. It's a cricket and it takes chunks out of your skin. Chunks. <laughs> <laughs> you, David. <laughs> you, David. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Halloween 3. Do you have any fun trivia? No. Oh, I should have looked some up. Wow. That's, usually you do that. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I mean, I thought you would because this was like, well, it's fine. We don't need to do it now. Yeah. I mean, that was the movie. It's a very popular movie among the horror community, so I'm sure a lot of people have watched it. I feel like I'm just a dick with horror. 
You know what? There's a train that I keeps going. I don't understand because this is supposed to be a quiet zone <laughs> for the trains now. They're not supposed to blow their horns, and yet I hear the horns all the fucking time. It's okay that you didn't love this one. It's o- I understand it's bad, but that's why I like it. But next episode, I want to do one of your favorite movies that I the thought was boring. The, the Changeling. changeling. I didn't finish The Changeling. My so our next movie will be The Changeling, Father. and we know that's it. <laughs> <You're just> Joseph, <laughs> did you die in this house? Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> Don't ruin it for so the people. Good. I need to actually finish it, so we'll have some drinks you know to watch what? that. I know that that movie is slow as fuck, and but it scared me when I was li- like, that <laughs> movie is freaky. Joseph. Joseph. I can do I I've been practicing this since I was like eight years old. I can do it so perfectly. Did you die in this house, Joseph? <laughs> All right. Look yes. for that next episode. <laughs> the changeling. My metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm good. I can't wait. I can't wait for that podcast. I'm gonna do that the entire time. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Permanent Blood. <laughs> I'm Danny. Oh man. And we'll have a happy Halloween month. Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha